Alrighty, welcome back now to the JMO Sports Podcast. This is the 91st episode about the Indy 500. Um, in today's episode, we will talk about the history of the Indy 500 for all that you don't know, and it starts on May 29th. So let's get on into the first topic, which is the Indy 500 history. to the first topic, which is the Indy 500 history. Um, this is one that I've, I've wanted to do for a while. I just, it's like, it didn't really get close enough to time, and then it finally got to that, finally got to that time, and I was like, okay, let's do it. So, yeah. So, getting into it now. The Indi- uh, Indianapolis 500, also formerly known as the Indianapolis 500-mile race, or simply known as the Indy 500. It is an annual automobile race held at Indianapolis Motor Speedway in Speedway, Indianapolis. Um, the event is traditionally held over Memorial Day weekend, usually around the end of May, or the last weekend of May. Um, it is contested as a part of a of the IndyCar series, in which is the top level of American Championship car racing, um, or, or at least of open wheel racing, um, being indie, uh, indie cars and stuff like that, because it's like, you can't, it's like, the top level, like, it's really hard to say for that when it comes to American Championship car racing, because then you gotta throw in NASCAR, and then there's a bunch of others, so it's just, it's just that one right there. The event, um, is billed as the greatest spectacle in racing. It is considered part of the Triple Crown of Motorsports. Um, the, con- uh, the Triple Crown comp- uh, comprises of um, three of the most prestigious motorsports events in the world, including the Monaco uh, Grand Prix and the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Uh, the official attendance... Um, let's see. The official attendance is not disclosed by Speedway Management, but the permanent uh, seating capacity is upward to about 250,000 from what I could find. And then um, from what else I could find with the infield patrons, uh, I, I kind of did the math and it would uh, raise the attendance to a, about 300,000 people, maybe a little more, it just, it really just depends. Now, why they don't disclose this uh, information, it's I, I don't I'm not really sure, um, but it's 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 it would be something that like hey, the Indian 500 is probably going to be one of your biggest events every year. Why not disclose this information? Because the Daytona 500 does it when it comes to wrestling, like their big events, like at WrestleMania, they tell their uh, attendance. Super Bowl, World Series, Stanley Cup, they all do the same thing. And I'm like, why would you not do it? But I'm like, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. It's nothing really like, it's nothing really bad. They don't have to say anything, but it's just kind of one of those things where 
why not say something? Um, the inaugural race was held um, in 1911 and was won by Ray Horan. The event had celebrated its 100th anniversary in uh, 2011, but the 100th running of the Indianapolis 500 was held in 2016. So it's kind of like I, I was kind of interesting, like why that was. So it's like a hundred years of the race from 1911 to 2011, but it wasn't the hundredth running of the race, and it was until 2016. But the reason why was the event was put on a hiatus twice. So that's the reason why it was. The 100th running wasn't until 2016, about five years later. Um, the first reason why was because of 1917 to 1918 was World War One, um, And then from 1942 to 1945 was due to World War Two. So you got basically five years right there of where they could have raced, but the war was getting so bad and all that kind of stuff between, um, between everybody. It's like, well... We don't want to risk anything, so let's not race. So they decided not to race, and that's how it went. That's why the 100th running was five years after the 100th anniversary of the uh, Indianapolis 500. Which is like, when I when I was doing my research and I read that, I was like, why would that be? And then I read a little bit more, and I saw, like, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, because it's like... I was like, yeah, it, it makes sense to, because if, if, let's say, at the time Germany or somebody came up and, and tried to bomb everybody or something like that, and it just happened to be at the at the same time the race was and injured a lot of people, well, that, you don't want that, and you don't want that on your name, you don't want that in the, involved in the history of the Indy 500, so it kind of just makes sense, and, um, and I, I think they did the right choice there um, for those five years, and... <laughs> and it's like it, it does it's like at, at first like I said I heard about it and I was like okay and then I was like okay that makes sense so yeah um, Helio Castroneves um, is the current champion of the Indy 500 um, also the current one of the uh, one fourth of the current champions of the Rolex 24 um, that was won earlier this year um, the most successful drivers are A.J. Foyt, Al Unser Sr., Rick Mears, and Helio Castroneves, each of whom have has won the race four different times. Um, which, it's like, the Indy 500 is probably one of those races that it's hard to win that many times, honestly. Ooh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm yawning today, but it is one of the because any any car is a lot more it's a lot harder to win um, a race because it's like your your wheels are open, so it's like if you bump into each other, well you have an easier chance of getting locked like your wheels could get locked up a lot easier with another car um, and all that because like in in NASCAR and most other racing companies. Um, your wheels are a lot more covered than you are in an in IndyCar, so it's like it's it's a lot easier to 
to get caught up. So the fact that you can win the race four different times in a in a uh, in a motorsport where it's a little bit more dangerous in a way. Not it. All, all racing is dangerous when you get in a wreck. But for any car, it's like you don't have as much protection. And at least they, it used to be where it, like there was no protection for you. Nowadays, it's like you got a little bit more, but it's not. It's still a little bit dangerous for the way they are. Um, and so it's like the fact that you have one, two, three, four people that have won the race four times, which is also kind of funny. Um, it was kind of interesting to see that, and um, props to them the fact that they could do something. It's like I, I've watched a couple Indy 500s before. And there was some pretty pretty bad wrecks um, on one of them. And it's like I, I don't see how people do it sometimes. But um, but yeah. Um, Rick Mears holds the record for the most career pole positions with um, six pole positions at the Indy 500. Um, in which, if for those who don't know, a pole position is basically there will be a qualifying race. Um, about a day or two before depending on their schedule and they will um, they will basically everybody will race around the track maybe a couple times depending on the motorsport sometimes it's one and sometimes it might be two or three but um, they race around the track and whoever has the fastest time um, out of those races or little laps that they do uh, will get the first pole position and then it goes on down from there now, if there's a tie, I have no idea because I've, in my in my history of watching motorsport racing, I have never seen a tie, uh, um, for time positions and stuff like that. But I would assume it's like they, it's like you got twenty four point five zero, and like I guess they would take it like. If, the, if somebody had 24.50 as well, they would take it to that next little second and then it's, and kind of go from there and stuff like that. That's the only way I could think they would do it in a tie, but I'm not 100% sure. But, um, but yeah. The most successful car owner is Roger Penske. Um, he is the owner of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and Team Penske. Um, which he has 18 total wins as an owner and 18 total pole positions as an owner. Um, which Roger Penske is probably one of the best owners um, in motorsports history. Um, one of the most successful ones as well. And it's, it's just, it's, it's pretty cool to see somebody like him uh, and he, he, he owns a NASCAR team as well. He owns uh, uh, Xfinity Car Series. He owns an uh, IndyCar Series. He probably owns a bunch more. I don't know a whole lot about him. But I know he is one of the most successful um, car owners in motorsports history. Um, Penske has also won five win or has five wins at the Indy, uh, IndyCar Grand Prix. And um, has held the on on the combined road courses. Um, and lastly, um, like I've already said a couple times um, already, the next race will be held on May 29th of 2022, which is this Sunday. 
Um, and it's going to be very interesting because um, for all the all of you that don't know, uh, former seven-time Cup Series NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson will start 12th um, in the Indy 500. So that is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, he, he actually has uh, really done really good um, in his qualifying and practicing for this race. So, it is going to be very, very interesting to see Jimmy, and hopefully he can win it, um, being a Jimmy Johnson fan. Um, I'm hoping he does, but if he doesn't, it's not that big of a deal. It's only his first one in the Indy 500. He's won there in NASCAR multiple times, but in IndyCar, he's never won there. So, it's going to be one of those things where if he does, it's going to be an awesome time. And he's considered a rookie since his first year in IndyCar, so it's, it's very interesting to see somebody his age and how long he's been racing to be a rookie at this point. But um, well, what can you do? But alrighty, let's head on into the second and final topic of today's episode, which is just our little goodbyes. to the second and final topic of today's episode which is just our little goodbyes um my podcast has actually done very well these last couple weeks um my plays have gone up um i it's and i'm very very happy with my progress as of late um and it's like if you have uh if you show show this to anybody that'd be great um, I would very much appreciate that to where we I can get more and more people listening to my podcast as much as possible. And um, I did mention the last time that I would give shout-outs to the first three people um, to like my, uh, my picture from last time. And this has been, let's see, let me pull it up. Might take me a minute because it's been a um, been a hot minute. So let's go back and check. It was uh, Savannah Miller was the first one. Um, Adam Self was the second one, and Mr. Alan Banks was the third and final one um there was a couple others that came a little bit later but not too much later um so big shout out to them uh thank you for liking the picture um but starting tomorrow i will do it again so from thursday all the way till my next uh time off i will go from there so and it's like if you can uh if you want to uh, get in on this little contest that i have 
uh, it will be at jmocbc, at jmocbc, or the Instagram for my podcast, which is at jmo underscore sports underscore podcast. To follow me all on my Instagrams to uh, get on, on these contests um, and get all the notifications about when my next episodes are out and so on. So, this has been JMO from the JMO Sports Podcast, and I'll see y'all tomorrow.